Who would play you in the movie of your life? Believe it or not, I would just completely go completely opposite. I would go Betty White. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to the Ins and Outs with Mackie. I'm your host, Jamie Hernandez. This is a show about awesome gear and awesome people. We'll be bringing you musicians, engineers, podcasters, streamers, and sometimes even the occasional Macoid. But today we have a very special guest. We'll be talking with DJ Bud Naked of Ives Audio. He's got decades of musical experience. He's got some history with Mackie and Tapco. And he's currently been taking over the internet with his booty bumping DJ live streams. They call him R O N A L Renell Lives. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thank you. I've been working on it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that definitely was a, a great intro. Thank you very much. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, let's dive right into it. Tell us about yourself, your background in music. Um, when did it all start? Oh, man. I mean, I started uh, making music Ooh, just, just like everybody. Pretty much in high school, I was a jock. Okay. Um, but I, I, um, went to band camp as a, as a youngster and, uh, it just basically stuck with me ever since then. Um, How did you play in band? Uh, well, I started playing the violin, um, and then I progressed to the drums cause I could actually be more aggressive with those. So, <laughs> Very uh, contradicting instruments. <laughs> How did you go from the, vi the violin to the drums? The violin was the mom, my mom, my mom made me, uh, made me play the violin. And, uh, and then there was a whole bunch of other instruments in the middle there. And then finally I was like, you know what? The, the drums, I'm, I'm just, I'm going drums. There and then go. drums from drums to professional DJing. I mean, where, where did that road even begin for you? Well, it, it, it's, it started, um, as it went from drums to actually playing football. And then, you know, at when I was playing football, then I decided I wanted to be a rock star because I like uh, girls and, and, and partying more. And uh, then I learned how to DJ from there. Um, as DJ was a hobby, then I started uh, actually uh, engineering and doing sound stuff. And, um, you know, as, as that progressed, then I wound up working for Mackie, touring with a bunch of bands. And then I was like, you know what? I can't live on the road in a tour bus and have kids. That just isn't, you know, that's not working for my family right now. So um, I got a day job and I started working for Mackie and uh, then the rest is history, DJing and so, all sorts of craziness. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about working with Mackie. So like I said, um, you do have quite the history with Mackie. And <laughs> even before that, um, Tabco. Let's talk a little bit about that before we actually dive into your music. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> you've been in so many videos and just so many, so many fun projects out there. Why don't we share with our viewers what some of those projects have been? Oh man, uh, there's Mix Buster series, which is really fun. Uh, we got to jump and break a bunch of mixers. <laughs> um, there was the Ladies Love Ronell video. Yo, they call me R O Double N A L. That was a right. That was a really, uh, really interesting video shoot, and uh, was a lot of fun. Um, basically, uh, my time at, at Mackie was just basically about around a bunch of family, a bunch of fun and great times, great, uh, products, you know, just a whole ton of just like great energy, you know, what was the product? Great products. What was the product, uh, that your favorite product that came out during the time that you were at Mackie and how do you think it influenced the musical world? 
Oh, man. So many great products came out when I was working there. But uh, I mean, one of the biggest products uh, that came out was um, uh, it was the SRM 450, which is now the V series. Um, and I use the V series all the time. Um, you know, that was one of the most the biggest game changer for me. Um, because it got me to do all the stuff that I do in the studio and I got to take it out so people could actually hear it. Um, you know, with my, with, with Ives Audio, we do a lot of weddings and the V series is basically, you know, taking over everything that we're doing as far as, well, you know, when we back, get back to work anyways, but, yeah. uh, you know, Speaking ceremonies, which, I receptions. Know, I, I know <laughs> that uh, a little birdie told me you have your own SRMV class. How are you liking that one? I know you may, you may oh, not even have been able to take it out yet, but <laughs> how's that working well, out Well, actually... Actually, I was able to actually bring them outside um, and I got in trouble from uh, my landlords because everybody wanted to dance as they were standing outside. That's so I, I right there, right? <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had them outside for a good hour and a half. And then I noticed that there were more people standing and, and dancing. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to get I'm going to get in trouble here in a, in a little bit, just testing speakers. But it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. People kept their distance, which was nice. Good. But uh, yeah, I, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> so, so, so speaking of which, I mean, you have tons of experience playing in clubs and um, things have changed, obviously, right now. Let's talk a little bit about yes. how um, you've made it work with the current situation and a little bit about your live streaming. Oh man. Okay. So once, uh, you know, we got the, the notification that we couldn't be in clubs anymore, can't uh, do weddings or anything anymore. I was, I was really like downtrodden. I was like, Oh my goodness, how, what, what are we going to do? But thankfully, um, you know, I had the ability to be like, you know what, I'm just going to hook up my phone to Facebook and Instagram and, and I'm going to start streaming and see what happens from here. And uh, the first time I did it, I just had just my hand and my turntable. So it just looked like some weird hand coming at you. And, uh, you know, we had about, I would say about like 40, 50 people who were listening. Um, I changed the camera angle. I started being more engaging. Um, I got OBS Studio so I could, you know, do some scene changes and whatnot and uh, um, figured out some other stuff back end. And, and that's now about five to a thousand people every time we decide to stream. That's so, uh, you know, it, it's, it's worked. Um, um, we're trying to figure out ways now to, um, you know, make this uh, a better business venture moving forward once we're actually able to get back into, um, you know, the, the regular. The of, of what life is yeah. to you, right? <laughs> um, how do you think this current situation is going to shape the way you create music coming forward? I think it gives this whole experience gives me the gave me the ability to see things from a thousand feet. So, you know, I like that. As we were as we were um, you know, before everything happened, I was so concentrated on okay, I just need to make sure I got songs, I need to make sure I I got this going this way, make sure my transitions are on and whatnot. Um, but this makes makes you think, okay, well, I can do everything from a production standpoint that basically a TV station can do. Yeah. So now um, I have to worry about visuals. I got to make sure that my pro my um, programming is on point as far as what time of day, who I'm catering to. And, um, you know, 
that's given me the opportunity to de- develop a bunch of other things that we got coming down, um, you know, like another podcast and a bunch of other live events and some, um, you know, some Zoom parties and whatnot. So that 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 within itself has opened up a bunch of other revenue streams for me moving forward. So I'm like, oh man, this is great. I, I don't have to be stuck in a, in a nightclub, although I love being there. <laughs> and you I don't have, have to lug all stuck. the gear, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I, I love this too. It's usually, uh, I work in the field, right? So, you know, sometimes that means I have to drive a truck filled with big old speakers all day. Yep. And now I'm just using my one microphone in my headphones and it's been it's been a really, Gotta really love nice that. work experience and a lighter load for sure which and i just want to let you know that this is the first time that i've put on pants since february 2nd so you even put on pants for us thank you thank Jeans. you so much um <laughs> So as a, as a, as a DJ, um, aside from wearing pants to interviews, what other advice could you give to, um, DJs who are, whether, whether they're starting, you know, in a world where they can't currently go out and play shows and, um, from whatever aspect, what, what's some great advice you can provide for anyone out there? Take this time to listen to music. And when I say listen to music, step out of your normal boundaries and listen to things that only you find interesting. So when you find yourself listening to things that you find interesting and not things that are being shoved down your throat that you have to play, because a lot of DJs forget that, you know, we work in the customer service industry. So when you do DJ in a nightclub, you are DJing there to cater towards a crowd who wants to hear what you're playing as far as that's concerned. So a lot of DJs kind of get in a rut where they're like, oh, I got to play top 40. I got to do this. Well, when you're on the internet, you can play whatever you want. <laughs> Everybody's the, there. You know, it's not a club where it's just these young kids and they want this type of music or they want exactly. this. Exactly. It's not 80s night. You know, it's like yep. you got grandmothers and hopefully not young babies, but you know, they're out there. <laughs> yeah. You're playing yeah. Baby Shark to. You know, everything. <laughs> I, I like to tell people, you you never know what you're going to get on some nights. One minute, I'll play Baby Shark and I'll mix it with <laughs> like NWA and I really don't care. And it'll 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 make sense as we go, you know, so. And if you know, anyone I like could to tell- make it work, it's you, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like to tell everybody, you know, take this time, listen to music. And when you listen to music, if you're going to be a DJ, cater your sound to what you want to listen to and how you want to listen to. Because once once everything opens back up, you know, obviously it's going to be a different time. But once everything does open back up, you can you can throw what you're learning now into your set and make it completely different than what most people are listening to. So these are <laughs> these are some fun ones that um, that. I had a blast looking up and they're not music oh related boy. and they're supposed <laughs> to just kind of catch you on by surprise and we'll, we're just going to go for it. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. What mythical creature do you wish really existed? Hmm. I wish unicorns actually existed Aww. and I don't know why <laughs> that did. So sweet. I, just, I, I, but I, I wish unicorns actually existed. If peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? Uh, <laughs> that was so stupid, but it made me that, I mean, that it would be called nut butter. <laughs> I'm 
sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> if, if someone narrated your life, who would it be? Oh, I would hope that would be Morgan Freeman, but Samuel <laughs> Jackson. Uses Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I would I would love for Samuel L. Jackson to actually narrate the the entire thing. And then we would have to make sure that every time he cursed, he put bleep. So it would go something like Ronell started as a bleep, bleep, bleep. So it's Pulp Fiction, Samuel L. Jackson. Pretty right? much, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's the way it would have to go. Oh, I love it. That's a good one. Oh my gosh. Okay, who would play you in the movie of your life? Believe it or not, I would just completely go completely opposite. I would go Betty White. Oh my god. Yes. Betty, Betty White. White would, oh, I love She would be that. DJ butt naked. And I mean, you know, it, you, you you think big, big, humongous black guy and then Betty White. <laughs> and then yeah, it's her. Yeah, I'm, that's, that's where I'm going. Yeah. I love it. Most definitely. Um, if you were a street fighter, what would your theme song be? Have you ever seen Big Trouble in Little China? You know I have. All right. Um, it would be the theme song to that. That's what I would actually walk out <laughs> to a steel cage match against yeah. uh Hulk Hogan and 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 the Undertaker and everybody what are you would be that in all this I'm oh man it. the song it it would have to be like like the like uh the Andre the Giant onesie <laughs> that goes <laughs> yes if I'm if I'm going all out I'm going We're all out to make this way. a video <laughs> 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 oh my god, I love that. All right, Ronell. Um please spell diverticulitis. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the worst buy one get one free sale of all time? Used socks. Oh god. Yes, I agree. <laughs> you like were, you knew that one. You've thought that one already. You already See, you, for, you forgot. I, I I worked in tech support and we used to have these conversations all the time. And yeah, yeah. Um, in one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? <sighs> or let's say one word. In one word, how would you sum up the internet? Intense. Intense. Yes. It can go either. It can either make you make you laugh out loud in in a room full of people in a library or it could make you so angry that you need to, you know, go for a walk or punch something. Or just so, ruin you, you know, just like my, yeah. my like my fiance who likes to show me videos that scarred him so that he's not alone in the scarring, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You know, it's never <laughs> Gotta show you something, yeah. you know. It's never good. It's never good when someone's like, check this out. Like, ugh. I'm giving up. <laughs> or, oh, this tastes disgusting. You need to taste it. Or smell this. No. It smells bad. Smell it. And you're like, oh, it does. You know, yeah. <laughs> why do we do that? Anyway. Okay. All right, Rennell, the most for the most uh, serious question of all the questions. Purito or Taco Cat? Taco Cat. <laughs> there you have it, yep. Taco Cat. Thank you for all that, Rennell. So I'd like... Uh, to dig a little bit deeper into your creative process, can you share with our viewers what that looks like? I don't have a creative process. I basically just... I'm just uh, awesome all the time. <laughs> I don't go, know go. about that. <laughs> but uh, uh, 
basically the creative process starts after I can get all the, the craziness, um, out of the way. So basically, you know, once I get the kids to bed and, you know, I get the house all cleaned at about two, three o'clock in the morning, I, uh, sit down and I listen to just, I just listen to music and then, you know, I might come across a song that I haven't heard in a while or a new song that I, that I really dig. And then I'll be like, Hey, this will mix with this or this will mix with that. And next thing you know, you get your five to 10 songs into your mix and you're just like, uh, maybe I should start recording this or, you know, let's, let's see where this goes. And, and basically that's the creative process or sometimes it, it goes completely off the rails. You know, sometimes I'll work with a acapella or something and I'm just like, uh, I think I'm just going to write a remix song to this. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. speaking I mean, of which, where can people go listen to your live streams? Okay, so they can listen to the live streams on Twitch uh, via Soul Music Radio okay. um, or Soul Focus FM. Uh, they also can listen on YouTube, so to, uh, uh, via Ives Audio or What the DJ is the podcast, and it's geared more towards um, just people like us who are stuck in the house, who are constantly learning and. Uh, have questions that need answers. That's right. And I think it's yeah. even though even after we're no longer stuck in our homes, I think we're going to still all use use this knowledge that we've gained from this time, right? And, yes. Yes. And, and all these new platforms that we've created during all of it. We're just so excited to have you, Renell. Thank you so much for all of your um your great advice, your stories. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was great having the man with so much so much decades of experience with um, not just music, but, you know, with, with Mackie as well. And so it was really exciting to bring you on and, and learn all about that and, and dig into what makes Rennell, um, <laughs> Rennell lives. So DJ, but uh, naked. again, this is the ins and outs with Mackie. I'm your host, Jamie Hernandez. We'll be bringing you awesome gear and awesome people talking to musicians, engineers, podcasters, streamers, and sometimes even the occasional Macoid. Please stick around, subscribe, and stay tuned for future episodes.